Kevin and Matt were talking movies that did not need a sequel or a movie that maybe you wish had a sequel. Yeah. Like, for example, I I hope, I hope, and, and there are rumors on both sides of this argument, I hope that they plan on doing one more Spider-Man uh, with Tom Holland. Yeah, he's not a bad Spider-Man. They didn't wrap it up. Did you see the one with all three of them? That was a good one. Uh, right, the last one they did. Yeah, that yeah. was really, really good. That was very, very good, but they didn't wrap it up. They left it in such a place that's that an awful place that I hope there's one more to just completely wrap it all up. How about another Jaws movie? We haven't had a Jaws in a while. We haven't had a Jaws in a while, but you know what? There's too much CGI now, and it would ruin Jaws. Yeah, they do something. But yeah, you could, you could make it happen, though. If they make another Jaws movie... I hope they just use the animatronic shark again. I hope they don't do CGI. The problem with Jaws is to defeat Jaws, just stay out of the water. The end. Yeah, that's he can't it. go on land. Problem solved. <laughs> stay on the land. You win. See, but they made a movie where that's not a problem for Jaws anymore. Remember, he was carried out of the the ocean by a tornado. Oh, Sharknado. Yeah, it wasn't a Jaws movie, but no. but see that then like being out of the water, you're not even safe out of the water. <laughs> yeah. So, what movie did not or does need a sequel? Um, we got some responses on our Facebook page. Speed was on here. Speed two. It was on a boat. I didn't see it. It didn't need to be on a boat. It didn't need to be made. Neither did I. I don't. I don't even pretend it exists. Why didn't they do it on a plane? A plane would have made more sense. I saw a great uh, still shot from Speed. Do you remember the the moment in Speed where Jeff Daniels is de- like defusing a bomb? Yeah. And he knows it's about to go off, mm-hmm. and it just a pull into his face, like. Like somebody posted that, and the caption on the picture was, "The best I'm dead and I know it face in movie history." <laughs> Actually, now I can picture it right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. And his lip quivers when right, right before up, it goes. Where he's like, "Oh, I effed up." Yep. yep. And then yep. he's dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Speed did not need another movie. It it really didn't. It was fine. It was it was great. They, the bus. They took care of what they needed to take care of. Keanu Reeves got together with yeah. Sandy Bullock. The end. Yeah. See, there's there's a big thing in Hollywood though called money. Yeah. And people the like money. First movie made a ton of money, and they were like, "We need to do that again. Let's ruin it. Let's make it a, a movie called Speed about a giant boat. <laughs> Speedboat. Oh, that's probably what they where they got that from. Yeah, but it wasn't um it wasn't a speedboat. It was just a big boat, and those things are not known for their speed. How about Weekend at Bernie's 2? <laughs> was, there, maybe, there was, maybe there is one. I don't know. But, there is. Is there? There is. And, and they like, made a second one? Yeah, and they put headphones on him. Okay. <laughs> and it, and I'm, I'm serious. This sounds like I'm making it up. But they, they put headphones on him because they realize that when he hears music, he moves. And so he's animated with music in his ears, and he walks on his own. It's ridiculous. Really? He's still dead. Is it the same guy? Yes, it's still Bernie. Yes, it's ridiculous. How is that possible? Right, that definitely did not need a sequel. Oh, no. No, it exists. Look it up. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's too. <laughs> it was horrible. Horrible. Poor so Bernie. Uh, looking for your text, 815-874-2104. Uh, this comes uh, 779. Uh, we need a Pulp Fiction 2. I, I mean, yes and no. <laughs> what? Pray tell what happened in Pulp Fiction 2. I want to find out what was in that case. <laughs> you, they never do tell you, do they? It's gold. You can. It's shiny and gold. You never see it. What <laughs> happens to Marcellus Wallace? How about Pulp Fiction 2, the story of the gimp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to know his story. Yeah, Where'd he come from? What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs>
No, I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm far from okay. <laughs> that whole movie. Uh, that was a good one. That, that was a good movie. That was a good one. I actually could have watched at least 10 more minutes of Bruce Willis picking different weapons to go in with. Remember when he's like, yeah. Trying to decide what to run in with. Yeah, he goes in there with the samurai sword. I like right. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Very, very good stuff, though. Uh, thanks for that response. <laughs> the story of the gimp. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's the story we need to know. <laughs> yes, it's the story that we were denied. <laughs> exactly. 815-874-2104. Movies that either need or don't need a sequel. Hideous. Honestly, sorry, everything. Hideous. 104.9. I should have known this was going to be some bullshit. The Morning X. Well, good morning. It's 104.9, the morning. <laughs> it's Kevin and Matt. I was just thinking about that Space Hog song and thinking about the Space Hog album uh, that that was on. Okay, mm-hmm. and it had the weirdest bonus track. Remember bonus tracks on CDs? Yes, Green Day is my favorite one. Oh, yeah, All By Myself. All By Myself. I was all by myself. Ba-ding, ba-ding, I was ba-ding, thinking ba-ding. of you. Yeah, yeah, it was a song, was all alone. song about self-pleasure. A lot of their songs are about self-pleasure, I've noticed. So what would happen was the CD would end, right? And then you would get a bonus track like eight minutes later. It would keep spinning. Yep. Right. And if you weren't paying attention, all of a sudden the song would start playing and you'd be like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Um, Space Hog had the weirdest bonus track. And it's it, in the middle of the night, I'm just playing the Space Hog CD, like trying to go to bed. And in the middle of the night, this comes on. And like... This is really what it was. Imagine the middle of the night, your stereo's up, and you, you, this all of a sudden just starts playing. That's weird. I've never been scareder in my life. <laughs> so, you would listen to Space Hog to go to sleep at night? It was just one night it was on. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying it was like my relaxation. So I have to put on my space hog and hit the sack. <laughs> it just happened to be the CD that was on oh, that, that I night. You know, right. I, we, had a, we had a lot of CDs. My brother had like a CD club membership. Oh, yeah, of course. So yeah. We had Columbia a lot of House. CDs, and that was on. And we just played it, and we're just, you know, like, and you start to fall asleep after the CD's over, and then just weird, creepy sound effects come on. They probably did it on purpose yeah. for that exact reason. Yeah, and it, it was it, like, well, usually it's a song. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like even even Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette had that acapella song that was a bonus track. There's a bonus track on there too. Yeah, right. So, but like, so, but it was at least a song. This is just monstrous noises and creepy instrumentations. That's the thing that today's digital music ruined. It ruined bonus tracks yeah. and listening to an album all the way through, and not just listening for the single. You know. Yeah. I know we sound old, but no, I mean it's you're 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 absolutely right about that. You know, kind of the stuff I miss. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a it was a different time. That Green Day track, I to this day I still I still listen for it. <laughs> yeah, all by myself, Green Day. Look that up. There's no swearing in that, is there? Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, uh, we got a, we got a button, right? That yeah, take, you that, got the dumb button. We got a button that takes care of the swearing, don't we? <laughs> Sure. Yeah, sure. This is not it. No. Or is this it? I think that's it. it. All by myself, the bonus track from the Green Day album. Dookie, right? Yeah. I was alone. (laughs) I was all by myself. (laughs) Almost sounds Adam Sandlery. No one was looking. I was thinking of you. Yeah. 
did I mention? I was all by myself. <laughs> all by myself. You know, this album is responsible for me getting a homecoming date my freshman year. Really? I bonded with a, a lady in homeroom. And you played that song for her? We, no, we talked about the bonus track. Oh, okay. And our, our love for the Green Day Dookie album. And then because of this song, I, I got a date. Well, that's adorable. Yeah. The Offspring had a weird bonus track. They on, had one, too? On one of their CDs. Is it, it Smash? Uh, no. No, yeah, it was, um, I think, Ixnay on the Ombre. You, okay. It waits a few minutes, and then a guy just comes on and goes, I think you guys should try heavy metal. Kiss my ass. <laughs> 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 that was great too. Uh-huh. Uh, bonus tracks. That's a that's something people don't talk about anymore. We should do bonus tracks on this show somehow. We somehow just eight eight minutes of silence and then just just like a fart. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it would be. Well, it wouldn't be that creepy space hog thing. That's for sure. I like it though. Yeah, it's the morning X. One zero four nine. Bend over and take it up the tailpipe. The morning X. Holiday season approaches, which means more time with family. I feel like we just had that with Thanksgiving, but now we're being shoved back into the room with them again. This is the time of the year when you're forced to see the people you love. Who's your most embarrassing family member? Probably me. <laughs> you're the one? You can't think of one. You're the one. <laughs> yeah, that's generally the rule of thumb, right? Yeah. I feel like there are at least 10 comics who have that same joke. Every family has an idiot, and if you can't think of who it is, <laughs> it's you. Well, most disappointing, I suppose. I mean, I'm not married, no girlfriend, no kids. You know, I never bring anybody home. You're the one. So when's it, when, yeah, when's you going to get married there, man? Yeah, when am I going to get a real job? Yada, yada. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's always somebody who's, uh, you know, kind of like, oh, boy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know, still always, living in an apartment, that kind of thing. Where, or or, or so if somebody acts up at the holiday, you're not surprised. Yeah. Well, we have a small family, too. You know, we yeah. I don't have a very large family. My family's actually, it's really big and surprisingly few embarrassments. Oh, wow, good. Surprisingly few. You know, if there's anybody... Jeez, I can't even think of one. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking of it, the ones who uh, are embarrassing, they don't show up. So, <laughs> so, Yeah, I've never had like a big like, oh my gosh, can't believe that happened type of event, like a family function. Right. You know, we don't have that kind of family. Some people have really big families, though, where that stuff happens. Usually the most embarrassing thing happens on Christmas morning. And this is, this is our yearly reminder in the morning X for dads out there. Don't forget. Balls will be swinging. Down to the floor Hope I don't get them caught In my car door My ball bag's long It never ends Hope I don't step on my Nuts again They said, please put on a bathrobe, if not a bathrobe, some sweatpants, please. Congratulations across the nation to 
they'll be splashing down Down to the toilet bowl Yes, just a reminder to our uncles, grandfathers, fathers on Christmas morning. This is the thing you should probably keep in mind. Yeah. Roll those things up, would you? (laughs) (laughs) It's the morning X. Got a message for Kevin and Matt? Shoot a text over to 815-874-2104. By the way, texting a picture does not work with our system. So uh, zip it up. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt. And it's good news. Positive news stories from around the country and around the world. Yeah, like this guy. A cop in Minnesota risked his own life to save two fishermen who fell through an icy lake. He also saved their dog. He didn't have any protective gear or anything. A special rescue unit was on the way, but he thought uh, they might take too long. So he tied a rope to himself, slid out on his stomach, while the other cops pulled him back in, and their chest and arms got caught in the whole thing uh, on video. Or their, their, sorry, their chest cams. Their, their body armor cams. Oh, so no chests or arms got caught. No, that's, sorry, I read that wrong. <laughs> I read it wrong, because I'm not That would be a very, very different smart. story. It'd be but, a very uh, different Yeah, story. so it was all caught on the uh, the old uh, video, but uh, this guy took to action. Very nice. Let me ask you something. Yeah. If there's something going down, would you spring into action? I feel like I would. Would you? If I was the one who could help, I feel, yeah. like, I feel like I would know to do that. See, I feel like I'm useless in an emergency situation. We'd be at a restaurant, quick, this man needs CPR, and I'd be like, yep, he sure does. <laughs> well, somebody better help him out. God, I'm never going out to eat with you. I mean, I don't know what to do. Would you know what to do? Yes, because I've I've learned how to do the Heimlich. You could do the Heimlich on me if I if I was choking to I, death I, in front of you. But I could, yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. Well, don't just don't choke. Well, I'm all about choking. I've, my whole life, I choke at everything, <laughs> especially a chicken. Yes. Matt it's, chokes the chicken quite often. Especially those. Uh, saxophone Santa is in the news. Oh, good. He's been playing holiday events in New England for 39 years, and a reporter caught up with him at a tree farm in Connecticut the other day. And he says that uh, out of all the songs, Jingle Bells is the most requested song. So here's a clip of him uh, playing Jingle Bells. Oh. That's sexy, Jingle Bells. <laughs> You know, jingle bells and jingle, 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 jingle bells and jingle bells. <laughs> you know, saxophone Santa. Yeah, <laughs> sexy Santa. There's no uh, other twist to that story. It's just that he exists, and that makes it a good news I don't story. think it's possible to make Santa sexy, is it? I'm sure it is. Haven't you ever heard Santa Baby? Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have heard that song. Yeah, that's kind of sexualizes Santa Claus, doesn't it? Well, she's just talking about all the things that she wants for Christmas. Right. Which, by the way, I bet back then when that song came out, I bet that blew people's minds. Because nothing had been done like that before. Gives a whole new meaning to coming down the chimney, it doesn't sure it? Why, it sure does. <laughs> okay. And in the 1940s or whenever that song was made, people probably lost their minds. Uh, what other good news the stories? the kid's hot, by the way, too. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Positive news stories. Uh, best-selling author James Patterson. Oh um, yeah, Long Came a Spider, Kiss the Girls. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, he just gave three hundred thousand dollars in Christmas bonuses to employees at independent bookstores around the U.S. Six hundred <laughs> people got five hundred dollars each. That's nice. They were all nominated by their boss or members of the community. That's very cool. 
Oh, yeah. It says James holds the record for most number one New York Times bestsellers. His books include Along Came a Spider, Kiss the Girls, and the Alex Cross series. Yeah, well, those two books are part of the Alex Cross series. I don't know any of those. You don't know those movies, though, with Morgan Freeman, Along Came a Spider, Kiss the Girls with uh, Ashley Judd? No. And Morgan Freeman? Oh, okay. No, pretty good. I only watch Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's a, he's a pretty uh, a pretty good murder mystery type uh, writer. Unless Apollo Creed's in it, I'm probably not. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Carl Weathers. I'm a big fan. <laughs> and a uh, homeless shelter in Portland, Oregon, is auctioning off a pair of very expensive Air Jordans that somebody left in their donation bin. Hmm. Uh, apparently on purpose. You know, Air Jordans, not, not cheap shoes. They never were, no. It's a gold pair of Air Jordan 3 sneakers based on uh, shoes that Spike Lee commissioned to wear to the 2019 Oscars. Now, the designer confirmed that they're the real deal and gave them a new custom box. They're valued at over 10 grand, but could sell for up to $20,000 redos. I love when people do that. They put, like, rare coins or something really fancy in the donation bin, you know? Yo, sure. For this time of year. That's, that's nice. All for some shoes, though? Yeah, you know, I've never been a, a sneakerhead, I guess, is what you you call the person who likes shoes. People go nuts for the Pe- Jordans. When I was a kid, man, I wanted a pair of Jordans so bad. Hot take, those shoes don't look good. They're ugly. <laughs> well, they got uglier over the years. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they don't look good on people. Basketball shoes in general, just I, I don't like them. The is, there, they- is there anybody who wears their Jordans around? Oh, yeah, all the time. Or they just strictly put them in a case? Items like collectors' items. Some people do, but uh, a lot of people wear Jordans. They they make so many different kinds of Air Jordans now. And you spend hundreds, if not a thousand dollars, on a pair of these shoes? Uh, I don't think they cost thousands anymore. Like your typical Jordans, probably run you about between one hundred and two hundred dollars. And you could still step in dog crap. And you could still step in whatever. And what if you step in a big pile of dog crap in your hundred and fifty dollars shoes? I shop at Kohl's, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I I get most of my clothing at, at for, with Kohl's cash. So, well, that's an arm and a leg for some shoes. New balance. That's what old men like me wear. But a very generous donation. This was a good news story. Yeah, it is a good news story. Yeah, a very generous donation. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. And powered by Retool of Rockford, where they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street. It is time for today's tool of the day. We're going to go out to Louisiana for this one. Cool. Just like Popeye's chicken. That's what I think immediately. Why is that? Because the commercial loses. Ah, that's why. I knew there was a reason. Yeah, uh, but we're not going to Popeye's chicken for this one. That's unfortunate. Uh, a drunk driver in Louisiana crashed his car into a building. And cops arrived on the scene of the crash, found the damaged building, but no car. And that's because the driver managed to drive away from the scene threw it in reverse, and then drove to a nearby bar. I know that he went to a nearby bar because that's where police found him. Ah. They were able to find him really quickly. How do you think they found the driver of the guy who crashed into the building? He was dressed like Santa Claus. <laughs> he was wearing the bright red suit. Or hard, it was Santa. Hard to miss. Oh, he was in a sleigh. Was it a sleigh? The vehicle was a sleigh, do you think? Yeah, they were reindeer all strewn about. <laughs> Just reindeer carnage yeah. on the side of this building. Yep. No, no, not quite. Oh. Um, they were able to find him because he left a trail of evidence behind him. What do, what do you think he left behind him? Oh, um, I don't know, some sort of liquor bottles? Like, how about a trail of liquor bottles all the way? Would not be surprising. Uh, but in this case, literal... Pete's candy? 
<laughs> yeah, they were able to play ooh piece of candy with car parts ooh. because he left a trail of parts of his car to the down the street to the bar. That's pretty good. They're like, ah, oh, there's a bumper. Ah, oh, there's a mirror. Oh, there's a headlight. There he is. There's him right there. Exactly. Left behind a trail, a literal trail of car parts. So the police were able to locate him at the nearby bar. <laughs> Charged him with driving while intoxicated, reckless operation of a vehicle, and hit and run. He's off the tool jail for a long time. Yeah, you know, he might. This might be the tool of the week. This might be. This this might be up there. I, got, think, I think it might be. Yeah, we've we've uh, we've been okay this week. Yeah, this one this one's a real contender though. Yeah, <laughs> leave pieces of your literal car behind for the cops to find you. License with. plate, right? Pretty yeah. pretty good. Oh, if it was his license plate, that would that would that would really dunk it into the net. I think. For a, a bumper sticker, like his bumper fell off, and it said "Follow me" to like shenanigans, <laughs> right. and that's when that's where he they found him. <laughs> no, but they were literally, literally able to follow the, the mufflers and uh, you know. Glass pieces, right, whatever. Okay. So, so yeah, this might be a tool of the week. We'll see. We'll see what we get tomorrow. Who knows? But for today, that's your tool of the day. Powered by Retool of Rockford, where they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street. Go on and see Dave or visit RockfordRetool.com. You guys are gross and lame. 104.9. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The Morning X. And sometimes you're out on the road and you see something you just can't explain. Okay. And, and I'm driving behind a pickup truck <laughs> on the way here. This was on... 39 getting on to 20. I know where you're at. Okay. 39 getting on to 20 West and I'm behind a pickup truck. And on the back window of the pickup truck, there's a window decal. Mm-hmm. Not a bumper sticker, but a window decal that said Grandpa Boob. Grandpa Boob? Yes. Grandpa in lowercase letters and under that, Boob in all caps. Okay. Grandpa Boob. No idea what that's supposed to mean. Uh, that could be like his nickname. Like uh, they call him Grandpa Boob, you know. But why would that be any grandpa's nickname? Maybe he's got uh, boobs. <laughs> that could it be. That could be. Maybe he's sporting a nice set of man boobs. Yeah. And they say, hey, here comes Grandpa Boob. Hey, and girl. he's like, hey, look at him. Hey. <laughs> look at these. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, people have all sorts of nicknames for their grandparents. Maybe the guy's name is Bob. And for fun, they call him Boob. Maybe. Or maybe that was part of another bumper st- or another sticker on there. Another decal. Maybe it said something else. It still says boob. Yeah. So I, I'm... Inspector. Maybe like that fell off. Grandpa boob inspector? Yeah. Now, is a grandpa boob inspector, <laughs> is it a boob inspector who's a grandpa, or is it somebody who inspects grandpa boobs? It, I see. There, there's, that's tricky. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm just trying to break down the bumper sticker or the, the sticker on the car and try to figure out what it could possibly be all about. So my theory is uh, one, of the, one, one of the parts fell off. Grandpa boob something. Maybe there's a partner car that says uh, Grandma Wang. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? We, we don't know the grandma's car. You're right. <laughs> right. I want to see the grandma's car now. What does what her car got to say? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just a little confused about that. Any, <laughs> any insights on that at all? Is there some sort of club? Is there a car club, perhaps, of, of grandpas who drive pickup trucks and their car club is called Grandpa Boob? That could be it, too. Now, you said the boob was in all capital letters, but Grandpa was in just small, regular letters. Does the boob stand for something? Is it an acronym? B-O-O-B. Oh, that's what I was going to say. If it's all capitalized, maybe it's an acronym for something. Hmm. Breakfast omelets on Monday. No, wait, no, wait. No, that's boom. Maybe the S fell off. Maybe, maybe it's cold out. 
grandpa boobs. Yeah. Okay, but that still doesn't make it better. No. It well, still doesn't change the, the fact that it says grandpa and boobs. Did he have a vanity license plate as well? No, it was just a regular pickup truck license plate, you know. Okay. So, any any idea? 815-874-2104. I could use your help on this. What is Grandpa Boobs all about? It's Kevin and Matt. Angry, sick people. On 104.9 The Morning X. Matt, watching some holiday movies. Yeah, I've been watching, you know, I'm trying to watch ones I've never seen before. So not the Christmas vacations and the that kind of stuff, but like more of, it's on TBS. I haven't seen that one. Okay. Uh, so you, you have... So far... Christmas with the Cranks, I've seen. Okay. Yeah, I'll see. Tim Allen? Yeah, Tim Allen. It was okay. Uh, jingle, uh, what's the, what did I just say? It was Jingle something or... Don't deck, you badmouth Jingle all the way. No, Deck the Halls. Oh, Deck the Halls, okay. Terrible. Right. Yeah, bad. Last night, Fred Claus with Vince Vaughn. Ah, so Fred Claus, Vince Vaughn plays Santa Claus's older brother or younger brother? He plays Santa Claus's older, disgruntled brother. He's mad that Santa gets all the attention no, and not minute. him. Isn't Paul Giamatti Santa Claus? Paul Giamatti is Santa Claus. We're supposed to believe Vince Vaughn is older than Paul Giamatti? Yes, I know. How's that? What? Vince Vaughn looks old anyway. Does he? He plays the same guy in every movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, he's Fast talking, like, hey, come on, let's let's have some fun here, guys. Come on. Yeah, right. Let's liven it up here at the North Pole. He goes there and teaches everybody how to have fun, you know? Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, surprise, surprise, he ends up saving the day. Sure, yeah. I, I assume it's a happy ending. But you know, I can I could see that I could see that being me in a movie like the older uh, angry brother that is brother Santa Claus. <laughs> you're you're the lesser brother. Who you're the lesser brother. You know, couldn't get the, the family job. He's struggling in Chicago. You know, <laughs> can't pay the rent. His landlord's like, you got two weeks and you're on the streets. And and that's you. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh, man, uh, a Christmas character? If you were a Christmas character in a movie, who would you be? Oh, any Christmas movie. Any, not any, just Fred Claus. Not just Fred Claus. Oh, okay. Uh, probably Clark Griswold. You think you're Clark? But not in the fun, lovable, everybody loves Clark Griswold kind of way, but in the annoying, you're screwing everything up. Remember when I told you about I, dr- I drilled the the, yeah. the back of the dresser onto the front? Uh, that kind of stuff happens to me all the time, and it's not fun. It's not like, oh, dad, it's it's what the hell's wrong with you, you know? So you're the Clark Griswold freaking out on the front lawn because the lights don't work and you're kicking things over? That's why I don't do lights. That's why I don't do it because I am afraid of the disasters I will cause Yeah. if I try to do lights. I'm also very Jimmy Stewart-y, like, uh, I hate the world and uh, <laughs> I hate Christmas and I hate all of you. Matt, like, okay, Matt sounds very chipper on the air, uh, but but Matt, Matt I think— uh, I think you need that angel to come down and show you what your life would be like without you. Yeah, I, I think I do. The world would be a better place. He'd be like, look at this morning show. It's boring because you're not there. <laughs> that's right. It's successful now that you're not here. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. See, that, and that's your problem. But yeah, around Christmas time, I don't know why I get cranky. Well, I get fired a lot at Christmas, too. That's probably has something to do with it. Well, you've been here for, for you're going on, what, six years now? That's, Five you years? know what? I made it again. I can't believe it. Yeah. Made it one more year. Look at that. So this is a this is a nice streak for you. We did put it on our Facebook page, by the way. What Christmas character do you relate to the most? A lot and, of Grinches on here. Yeah, people want to. People are just Grinch. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Billy. <laughs> yeah, here's one. Uncle Billy from It's a Wonderful Life. Somebody where he, relates to Uncle Billy. Where he forgets the money and he's just a, <laughs> a screw up. Well, yeah, and he ties strings to his finger. Like to remember things yeah. and still forgets, he still messes up, still screws it up. And and I remember, like, isn't there a point in the movie where he's like, oh, "You tie a damn string to your finger." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he's even mad about it. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess I could relate to Uncle Billy as well. What about Ralphie from A Christmas Story? I could see me being him too. Like yeah. he wants that gun so bad, and then he shoots himself in the face immediately. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I think. Uh, 
we could all like when we were kids we could relate to that. Yeah, sure. like in the school and stuff like that, like you know, getting bullied and things. See, I never had the balls to just um, lash back out at my bullies. No, he did. That that scene where he where he finally right. fights back. Right. I never had those balls. I would just go home and cry to my mom. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably more than little <laughs> little, little brother. Dad's gonna kill Ralphie. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I can't put my arms down. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people can relate to the dad in that movie. Oh, yeah. I guess as you get older, maybe as you get older, who you are changes for Christmas character. Yeah, right. You, you definitely start to relate to other things more. Like uh, now, now I'm worried about the furnace. You know, like, <laughs> like things yeah. just change. Yeah. I think we all eventually become the dad from a Christmas story where you're just mad that neighbors. Or just every little thing is is elevated because you're just that angry all the time. <laughs> you used up all the glue on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's basically how it is. It what is. Christmas character do you relate to most? Eight one five eight seven four two one zero four. Do it on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. How about us? How about the noise? They, they You're go. waking up with Kevin and Matt. They're always talking. Blah, 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 blah. I command the spirit of evil to leave now. The Morning X. And they're trying to kill Dick Van Dyke. What? I think they're trying to kill Dick Van Dyke. Why? Dick Van Dyke, remember, he just turned 98 years old, right? Yeah. And they're uh, going to put a, a, a special on TV called Dick Van Dyke, 98 Years of Magic. Oh, didn't they do that for... Uh... Yeah, they were going to do that for Betty White. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? She she kicked it right before. Oh, my God. And we talked about this exact thing for her. We did. We're and the Grim Reaper. People accused us of, of killing Betty White. Uh, but I had to point this out because they're, they're bringing in Mary Poppins star Julie Andrews. Uh-oh. That's never good. Uh, Rita Ora, Jason Alexander, Zachary Levi, or is it Levy? Wait, why is George Costanza going to be there? I don't know. Maybe he's a big fan. Was he in Mary Poppins? No, but maybe he's a big fan. (laughs) They're not just bringing in the Mary Poppins cast. (laughs) Okay. I Uh, thought they would. Judd Apatow, Jim Carrey, Mel Brooks, Carol Burnett, all making appearances. But I, I think they're just tempting fate now. Yeah. Or maybe they're doing it at 98 because they tried to do it at 100 for Betty White and look what happened. They're like, maybe we should do it. Let's get it in now. In their mid to late 90s. Dick Van Dyke is one of those celebrities who you're like, oh yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> it is true. Yeah. I thought he had passed a while ago. You know, he's still out there, still hanging, man. Still making, uh, is he still on TV doing stuff? I don't know if he's still acting or not. I don't think like, so. If I was me and I was like a, a screen legend, I don't want him to wheel me out there when I'm 98 years old. <laughs> Do you want that? No. Everybody gawking at you. Oh, look, there he is. He's still alive. The special's going to air Thursday night, 9 p.m. on CBS, and then stream on Paramount Plus at the same time. Do you think he wants it to happen? Or is he just like, leave me alone? Have I done enough? He was on The Masked Singer this year. Get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Was he one of the singers? Uh, It just says he appeared on The Masked Singer. I assume that means he was one of the people in the costume singing. Well, that's that's amazing then. What did he sing, I wonder? I don't know. Oh, it'd be cool if he sang uh, Jim Jimmery, Jim Jim Jimmery. You know, it'd be awesome if Dick Van Dyke sang WAP. Well, <laughs> or WAP. I believe it's called WAP. WAP. Well, it's yeah. spelled like WAP. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think yeah. that would be The WAP? Good. Yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> he comes out, there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. Over well, here. now I kind of want to watch <laughs> just to see what he's going to do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Chimney Chiru or uh, Put On a Happy Face or something like so that. So besides Barry Poppins, what was he? He had his own show, right? It was the Dick Van Dyke Show. Dick Van Dyke for, Show. Forever, which yeah. Was, which was great. Nick at Night. I know Classic it from Nick at Night. Classic sitcom. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then he would fall over the ottoman. Yeah, uh-huh. but if it was me and I was a big TV star back in like the 30s, and they wanted to put me on TV when I'm 100, I'd be like, "Leave me alone! Just go away, honor somebody else." <laughs> would, would you want to do it? Uh, I'm sure, sure. I mean, really? I mean, don't show me though. Just you know, put put everyone else on there honoring me, and then that's fine. You can honor me. I'll watch from my recliner at home. Or maybe just pan over to me while I laugh. You know, you know, but like or, or enjoy the show. But yeah, you don't put me on display. You're gonna parade me out there so everybody can gawk at me. Yeah. yeah. So people at home can go, wow, he looks older than I thought. Wow, he looks terrible. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, thank you. Oh, well, yeah, he's almost 100, so. What do you think? Yeah. From what I understand, he's still pretty spry. Is he? From what I understand. Uh, I, I haven't seen a clip recently of him, but I, I, from what I understand, he's looking pretty good. But again, this is us tempting fate. This is CBS tempting fate with 98-year-old Dick Van Dyke. Well, I hope he makes it. So, so do I. I hope he at least makes it to his TV special. Yeah. Can, we, can we at least get that for Christmas? Thank you. <laughs> It's Kevin and Matt. This may be the biggest thing that's ever happened. On 104.9. Somebody made a big mistake. The Morning X. Hut, hut, hike. That's what they say. Yeah. Did anyone say hut, hut, hike? Uh, they say Omaha. Yeah. I don't understand all the things they yell. How do you actually hike the ball? I wish they would go one Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> I'm going to hike the ball three, two, one now. Right, and right. One, two, three, go. <laughs> That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to fool the defense, right? With all their different... Yeah, so they mix it up. Yabba dabba do scrabbly bop dibbly bop boop. Oh, David Lee Roth back there. hike. I just want one eccentric NFL quarterback who would do stuff like that. That's all I want to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. I got my pencil. Hut, 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 hut. Bozy, bozy, bop. Did bop. If you were on the defensive line, you'd be like, what is he doing? I'd be confused. That'd be a, a genius play. When is he going to hike the damn ball? Just just do it already. Quit scatting. <laughs> Quit riffing. I can't take anymore. Running back the devil. <laughs> uh, hell well. Everybody hike. Hike. Do, 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 do. Might as well hike. Might as well punt. Yeah, there you go. We found it. We got it. We got there. Joke mm-hmm. landed. Okay. We'll Nailed wrap it. it. Up. We'll wrap it up. Food news, food news. We're gonna hear some food news. Food, food news. News about a bunch of food. Food news. All right. News about the stuff that you stuff in your face. Into your face. Into your big pie hole. Uh, Quaker Oats. You eat granola bars every day, Matt. I do. Are your granola bars made by? Uh, Quaker Oats? No, today I go with uh, Nature's Valley. Okay. Well, the Quaker Oats company said Friday it's recalling all these granola products sold in all 50 states due to the possibility that they could be contaminated with salmonella. I saw that. The company says it's received no reports of any actual infections, but has informed the FDA of the recall. They've set up a website specifically for the recall where you can find out if any of the products you have are affected and possibly get reimbursement. The Quaker, the Quaker Oats guy, is he still a thing, or did he get canceled, too? No, the guy's still in the box. He's still in the box? Yeah. No one was like, that's offensive for people who... Amish people. <laughs> I mean, he's a Quaker. Yeah. It's literally a picture of a Quaker. A guy in a hat. It's called Quaker Oats. All right. Um, there's nothing offensive about that that I know well, of. Well, I don't know. People are offended by everything. That's true. That's that's true. It's things you didn't know were offensive are offensive. So. It's offensive to oats. Well, let's find out if this story's offensive. Oreo is launching new cookies next month. Called okay. black and white cookies. But they are black and white. But they are. 
Uh, here's the deal, though. The inside of the cookie is now going to be half black and half white. Oh, neat. It's going to be like a yin and yang cookie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still going to taste the same, right? Uh, yeah, it's like a golden Oreo. The, the Oh, but the inside is black and white. I don't, I don't know. I do like the yellow golden Oreos. Those are good. Yeah. Uh, don't go to the store yet, though. They're going to be available in January only for a limited time. Oh. Only. You know, they do that on purpose. Limited time. They make you want to get it. Do we have a Denny's here in, in uh, the Rockford area? Yeah. We do. We do. Where's it located? It is off of East State Street. Um, kind of out there by the Hard Rock Casino. How come you and I have never gone for a Denny's post-show breakfast? Because you never asked. Oh, okay. I think we should someday. I would love to go. You want to get a Moons over my hammy? I would love it. The original Grand Slam from Denny's is back for only $5.99. Really? Full breakfast and includes two buttermilk pancakes, eggs, sausage, and bacon. Suggested price in most locations, $5.99. Some are charging $7.99. <laughs> Jerks. But, you know, it's one of those things where each location can do their own thing. Not available on holidays and is valid for dine-in only. No carry-out Grand Slams. You know, Denny's the original restaurant with pictures all over the menu. Wow. I think. Yeah. You know, can you think of another restaurant that did that? They put all the pictures of the food on the menu. Yeah. They have those food photographers who take fantastic pictures they look of great. the food. Yeah, the menus look great there. And then you get it and you're like, what is this slop? <laughs> I like Denny's. If you'd like to go for a post-show meal at Denny's, I would love that. I will say this. Out of all the diners, Denny's has the best diner coffee. Really? As far as flavor goes, it doesn't taste like it was made with muddy water. Uh, it's very good coffee, and they give you a big cup, too, not one of those little sippy cups. Uh, here in Rockford, um, uh, I saw a family get kicked out of a Denny's at 2 a.m. <laughs> and, and it was like this family, and there was like kids there. They were like young kids. This is a man and a wife and these two kids, and they got thrown out of the Denny's. I saw a full restaurant brawl once at an IHOP in the Ooh, middle of the night. Really? Yeah, we used to go after, uh, after drinking. We used to go to this IHOP in the Chicago area, and uh, I saw a family, like literally people chasing each other around the restaurant in a circle. That's uh, amazing. Over a, a over a fight about gratuity, it was with <laughs> it was with the staff. No, no. It, it was a table of customers and the staff. They were mad they got charged gratuity, uh-huh. and one of them said, "Why am I being charged for graduation?" <laughs> for real? The manager's like, "It says gratuity." On the check, gratuity. You have a table of eight people. We yeah. have to charge gratuity. And literally, they're chasing each other in a train around the restaurant like a cartoon. It was ridiculous. Did you continue eating or did... Uh... I, I, of course I did. Yeah. I wanted popcorn. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did while that family was getting booted out of the Denny's. That's awesome. Yeah. I heard somebody also complain. This is an exact quote. They ordered a T-bone steak <laughs> at a ho- IHOP. <laughs> okay. Well, first off. And when they got it... They were disappointed at how it looked, and they said, and I quote, This ain't no T-bone. This ain't even an L-bone. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) It's not even an L-bone. You went to IHOP for a steak, so that's your fault. I want to use that line forever. Denny's has original Grand Slam meals for $5.99 again, and I think we're going to have to make a post-show Denny's breakfast one of these days. Yes. Maybe make it a monthly deal. You want to have a monthly breakfast menu? Monthly. I I would love it. Monthly Denny's date. I would love that. Sounds good. That's your that's your food news. Food news. Food news. We're going to hear some food news. Food. Food news. News about a bunch of food. Food news. 
1049. It is a live show. God, God help, help all of you. you. The Morning X with Kevin, Kevin and Matt. It's the Morning X, and you know, you Matt, you're a fan of the certain competitions on TV that are not sports, right? You like the hot dog eating contest. You watch it every year. Uh, oh, like ESPN The Ocho. Yeah, yeah. I love the hot dog eating contest. Nathan's hot dog eating contest. It's you, disgusting. You but go yes. out there and wrote for Kobayashi every year. Uh, Joey Chestnut. Have you ever gone to see it in person? No, it's it's out there in New York. And when does that happen? Does, Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Okay. I can't remember if it was St. Patrick's Day or Fourth of July. I knew it was no. on a day that we had a big event. That to, <laughs> it's not St. Patty's Day. Because you come to work at the big event and talk about the hot dog eating contest every year. It's my it's my favorite thing to watch all year. Yeah. Well, did you know that every single year there is a championship competition for Microsoft Excel? Wow. How exciting. <laughs> Every year, there's a competition that pits the best in the world against each other. Uh, it is the Microsoft Excel World Championship. It was recently live-streamed and broadcast from Las Vegas. Wow. People converged in Las Vegas to compete at Microsoft Excel. <laughs> like I never really understood Excel to start with. Like, that's the one program I couldn't figure out. Yeah, I mean, it's just spreadsheets, data, you know, data manipulation, stuff yeah. like that. I was never very good at it. <laughs> well, could you do Excel? Yeah, I, I know. I, I, I mean, I, if you asked me to make a spreadsheet right now, I probably could. Like, what is the what was the competition entail? That's a great question, because the story that I'm looking at doesn't really go over how you compete. Like, what do you do? Uh, basically... There's there's a very very small list here. The competition highlights the Excel uh, the Excel skill sets of those battling it out. That's it. That's all it gives. Data problems uh, involving spreadsheets, math, financial modeling, and uh, board slash card games. And people watch this. I guess. <laughs> I mean, uh, but the winner of this year's uh, Microsoft Excel World Championship has won three years in a row now. Oh, exciting! He calls himself. The Annihilator. <laughs> well, that's cool. I like the name. You know, how you come up with a wrestling name if you're a wrestler. This guy came up with his Excel fighting nickname, The Annihilator. He annihilates the competition <laughs> in those columns. I can never get, like, when you type into the column, like, it all the fit in one column. Like, it always goes into the next one, and I couldn't ever figure out how to, like, you how, know what I'm saying? How to get it to rap. Yeah. I'm sure there's a setting for that. I just, I, I'm not good at that or, or PowerPoint or Word. or That's why I can't do office work. Well, you can merge columns, too, for certain cells. You can just highlight and say merge these, and then it makes it all one block of text for you there. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of awesome tricks you can do. It's pretty much like ollieing and doing 360s in skateboarding, uh-huh. except it's highlighting and merging cells in Excel. I bet the Annihilator can do it. The, uh, I'm positive the Annihilator could do it. We should get the Annihilator on the phone. Who watches that? For our show. <laughs> People in Australia, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he, is he an Australian guy? The, the winner was an Australian guy. He was like, crikey, I'm typing. <laughs> is there play-by-play announcers? There should be. Oh, I would love that. He's going to add another column, and he's done it. He's selecting B12 through C12. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that's got to be a that's got to be a blast. That guy's got to be a be a hoot to hang out with. Take your hand off the knob and put it back in your pants. The morning X will be right back. One hundred four nine. The morning X. It's Kevin and Matt, and uh, talking about everyday activities that you're just really good at. <laughs> you got anything like that? 
Um, like parallel parking or something? Yeah, like like you're the best at backing into a parking spot and you know it. Nobody's oh, better than you. No one's better than you at that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, I fail at most of my everyday activities, so I'll have to I'll have to think about that. What about you? Like is there somebody out there who believes that they are the best at like mowing the lawn? Or <laughs> like like nobody's better at raking leaves than I am. There is not a single leaf left anywhere near my yard. You're you're fantastic at it. You're that kind of thing. Perfect like at it. like who who out there believes they're the best at a mundane activity? What's yours? Do you have one? <sighs> Man, I, I wish I did. <laughs> See, yeah, I'm I'm mediocre at most things I do. <laughs> like I'm not the best at anything. Yeah, I'm just trying to think about it because I'm good at things that you have to practice to get good at. You know, like I'm pretty good at playing pool. I'm not bad at guitar, but I wouldn't say I'm the best. I wouldn't say I deserve a trophy in either of those things. I'm just okay. Yeah, you know, right. I've never received a trophy. <laughs> you never got a single trophy? No. I've Why? never I've never won anything. I always come in like fifth. <laughs> or, <laughs> the one they give you a ribbon for. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of ribbons on my wall when I was a kid. Seventh place. A lot of finisher. certificates. Participant. <laughs> you know? But they weren't trophies. Back then they were participant ribbons. Like you get a ribbon for track and field if you came in ninth. Like you were here. Congratulations. Yeah, hey, you showed up. Your mom dropped you off. <laughs> And you yeah. stayed the whole time. You know, I have like pro- professional skills that I'm good at. I'm good at producing audio for radio. I'm good at producing videos. But I, I don't have like an everyday activity that I'm like, like, man, nobody can touch me. I'm Okay. I know there's a recipe on the box, but I'll say this. Here it is. Here's mine. Nobody can make a better box of Kraft macaroni and cheese than I can. So you can... Um... Do it without the uh, like the ingredients. Like you can just like without the measurements. I, I know the measurements. All right. Um, but I I have a secret. Nobody can make a better box than I can. What's your secret? Well, I'm not gonna tell the secret because then you're gonna do it. Well, do you add something to it? Ah, no, I add less. Well, it's just milk and the cheese packet and butter. That's it. Right, exactly. And do you- and do you know what happens when you add the amount of butter that they tell you to add? Oh, it gets too soupy. Not that it's too soupy. I don't mind soupiness. It's just that it takes away from the flavor of the cheese. Okay. It kind of dilutes the cheese. So if you want a super cheesy bowl, use one-third of the butter they tell you to use, and it is awesome. But but there's a perfect amount to cook the noodles. There's a perfect amount of stirring, and uh, I don't think anybody can beat me. There's what I get a trophy for, the best craft mac and cheese box. Okay. Well, I would love to try your macaroni and cheese. And you have to eat it, like, right away. I can't bring you leftovers that— you know, left leftover oh. Kraft mac and cheese is always garbage. No, it's never good. It's like yeah. frozen pizza leftover. You can't it just eat. it becomes flavorless in the fridge overnight. Uh, but but yeah, if you you come over to my house when I have Kraft mac and cheese on hand, you'll find out. <laughs> okay. What is the, what the is the Kraft e- award goes to Kevin? <laughs> what is the everyday mundane activity that you deserve a trophy for? We got a response on our Facebook page here. Oh. Uh, uh, finishing the laundry. Somebody says finishing the laundry. Yeah, Karen says finishing the laundry. Just finishing it. You know, I always it always makes it to the basket, and then I never take it out of the basket, and I just pick clothes out of it. Problem is, unless you're naked, yeah, you're gonna have dirty clothes left after you've done the laundry. At some point, unless you just do all the clothes, including the ones you're wearing, completely naked until those clothes are dry. But then, as soon as you put them on, there's dirty laundry again. <laughs> I have to go to the laundromat. It's I. It's very unfortunate. That's that is unfortunate, and, I, and you know what? I feel bad. I almost want to offer up my house, but then I don't want you always around doing your laundry either. <laughs> I'm not trucking my laundry 45 minutes like, to your house. Like what? Am I your mom? Let's yeah. Keep showing up to do your damn laundry. I'm an adult ma- man. I should I should get a washer dryer at this point. <laughs> you should, and you told me you have hookups in your apartment for a washer I and do, dryer, but I don't have the the equipment. Right. Right. Um. You need that. You know. 
Why don't you wash your clothes in the sink? Can you do that? Do it the 1800s way. <laughs> Just get a wash basin. Build a washboard. <laughs> the ringer. Yeah, why not? I mean, you can't have that much clothes, right? No, I generally wear the same thing every day. Oh, that's what I'm good at. Wearing the same thing every day. <laughs> yes, I can I can tick it off right now. Trucker hat of some type, uh, plaid shirt over a graphic tee, unbuttoned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's Matt Hall pair, every day. Pair of I, jeans. I wore my Matt Hall costume earlier this week just to honor you. <laughs> you did. I know you did. Yeah. So that's what I'm the best at: wearing the same outfit every day, like I'm a superhero. <laughs> Mundane everyday activities that you deserve a trophy for. Text it over to eight one five eight seven four two one zero four or participate in the topic on our Facebook page at the X Rockford one zero four nine. We're gonna show this world a thing or two. The morning X. 1049 The Morning Exit is Kevin and Matt. And remember a few years ago, Matt, when uh, Rockford put out this campaign to name their snow plows? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, I believe the name they came up with, one was like Sled Zeppelin. Yeah, Darth Blader, which I really enjoyed. Uh, but that was that was one of the candidates. Or Snowby One Kenobi. I was one, some Star Wars name. Yeah, and, and what I'm seeing here is that America is just entirely unoriginal. Yeah. Because the uh, snow plow people in Lake Tahoe did the same thing. Out in California. Okay. Is that California, Lake Tahoe? Uh, uh, I don't know. Utah? It's west. It's west somewhere. Uh, but they uh, did a snowplow naming contest, and uh, the top, let's, 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 I'll give you the top three. Okay. Uh, number one, top ten vote getter was the big Laplowski. What's wrong with that? I like that. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, that's a good one. But number two, Plowy McPlowface. Plowy McPlowface? Uh, Scoop Dog, which is not bad. Scoop Dog, yeah. Uh-huh. But but listen to this, Snowy Wan Kenobi. Okay. Darth Blader, Sled Zeppelin. But those are our names, right? Right. So everyone's coming up with the same stuff for everything, and that's what happens. Like whenever an event happens in the world, the same jokes are on Twitter, like repeatedly. Everyone's got the same thought immediately. Mm-hmm. How come nobody came up with Plow Chicka Plow Wow? Pretty good. See, that's the one I went to in my head. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go with all these that have already been done. Plow chicka pow wow would would be my choice. Plow chicka pow wow. <laughs> Actually, I like that one. Maybe you should have submitted that for Rockford. I should have, but I, I didn't know at the time that I could. So so that that's why I didn't do that. But uh, the the top three winners that they named the plows in Rockford were Snotorious B.I.G., which <laughs> is fantastic. I like that one. Sled Zeppelin and Plowzilla. Plowzilla, okay. You know, you know, adding Zilla That's to what something. It was. Just you just added Zilla to something. It's like adding a Palooza to something to make it seem bigger. <laughs> wow, that, geez, that that was like a, a drink a Palooza. Well, how would you describe it? A, a Palooza? Well, a, a, a Lollapalooza is a concert. It is adding a Palooza to something only makes it sound like a concert. Snow a Palooza. Right. Exactly. So so. What's the what's the deal with that? <laughs> and why? <laughs> what's with all the unoriginal names? Yeah, uh, Lake Tahoe. Let's see the the rounding out the top ten for Lake Tahoe's people were Clearo Clearopathra. I get it. Oh, <laughs> come on, Clearopathra. Clearopathra. You don't like that one? That's pretty funny. I mean, that's 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 some that's a deep, that's a deep dig. That's pretty. You're reaching. It's a deep dig. But um, I like it. Sleetwood Mac. Mm. Austin Plowers. Okay. The number 10, Snowbaka. <laughs> Snowbaka? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you and I are both Star Wars fans, so. Well, well, look, like, do you want to hear the ones that got the least votes? Yeah. The 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 worst, uh, the worst scoring names for the Lake Tahoe Snowplow Contest. Yeah. Uh, Snow Force 1, 
Tan Snowlo, mm. and Taylor Drift. I'm surprised just because of her fame, Taylor Drift <laughs> didn't make it into the top ten. I know, right? People are probably avoiding it. People love that woman. People are tired of that woman. That's what I'm are thinking. Are they getting tired of her? Well, yeah, the, the NFL did it. Yeah. The NFL shoved her in her face, and now she can't be the name of the snowplow. Sorry. Sh- shake it off, Kevin. Plow chicka plow wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9. Bend over and take it up the tailpipe. The Morning X. Uh, Christmas time, of course, and uh, not everybody loves Santa Claus. Not everybody. Well, everyone's got, some people got beef with Santa. Why? Uh, because sometimes Santa doesn't bring you everything you wanted. It's true. He doesn't. If he was all powerful and magical, as they say, if the elves were so good, you'd get the things you asked him for. What if you're on the naughty list, though? I, well, then you don't get your present. Right, but I still got some presents, so that means that I wasn't on the naughty list. Oh, you were on the naughty list. Maybe he. You're supposed to get coal when you're on the naughty list. You know, I, I think every kid, though, deserves a present. Naughty or not, you know, you don't know what they're going for. False. False. No, every kid deserves a present at Christmas. False. You are a Grinch. <laughs> That's why this song exists. <laughs> Santa a hole, you forgot to bring me a toy this year. You said I was a bad boy, Santa a-hole. So hurry up and go f*** yourself. Santa jerkwad, why did you make out with my mom? That's wrong. Now my father is gone, Santa jerkwad. I hope that you fall out of your sleigh. Think of all the things I did To make you think that I was such a normal kid To be so good, it makes me sick But you had to go and be such a dick Boop boop beedo, Santa a-hole Why do you watch me when I sleep, you creep? That is really not cool, Santa pervert. They don't serve cookies in jail. Kevin and Matt, two comedians with their own morning show. Yeah, this won't end badly. The Morning X. It's time to drop the puck for Hawks Talk on the Morning X. Powered by Martin Exteriors. Voted Rockford's best roofing contractor four years in a row. Wow. You probably haven't heard that goal horn in a while, huh, Mike Peck? Not a lot of goal horns. <laughs> hey. Well, you know what? Listen. And rumor has it it's because of our MC rotation. I'm just throwing that out there. No, I was just telling you off the air, when I host the games, they're 500, okay? <laughs> Even though there was a losing streak going on, and then Michelle hosted, and they won. We're going to uh, we're gonna take a deep dive into this. Interesting. My, m- Matt Hall's got a 500 record with the Hogs. Yeah, I do. <laughs> wow. I, I kind of like that stat. They seem to win more when Michelle hosts. Average Matt. <laughs> give me the, give How did me the... you know that's what we called him? How did you know? That's my nickname here, yes. Average Matt. He's just uh, okay. Also, Microwave Matt. Microwave Matt. Because he, he quite the chef. He tried to cook raw chicken in the microwave. Listen, <laughs> it wasn't. To clarify, I cooked it on enough pan, and it wasn't cooked all the way. So I just threw the rest of it in the microwave and nuked it for about five minutes, and then it got really rubbery. 
I was going to ask how that tasted. It's awful. Okay. Not, not good. Now, uh, you probably technically could cook chicken in the microwave, but you just got to figure out what setting that would be. <laughs> Is there a chicken button? You know how it says, like, uh, popcorn? There should be chicken. So some, someone wants to, I just heard this last week, it's described, like, kids don't understand what it was like when you when you burned popcorn in your house, because now you got the popcorn button. Like, you know, everyone talks about, oh, yeah, you don't know what life was like without a cell phone. Well, remember back in the day when you burned popcorn? You basically had to burn your house down. Wait a it second. It smelled that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Every bag of microwave popcorn that you buy will have the words, do not use the popcorn button on the bag. Really? If you use the popcorn button, you will burn the popcorn. You need to just set it for like two minutes and listen and watch. You can't just rely on that popcorn button. Uh, You'll torch the popcorn. I don't know. Maybe I have like this futuristic microwave. I used, cover your ears, Kevin. I used the popcorn button. <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe that means you have a weak ass microwave. True. Could be. It's the wattage Could on be. that bad boy. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Is this popcorn talk Twenty-one talk? kilowatts. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> so, Mike Peck, you're hearing the, the voice of Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs organization. He's walking around in the fanciest suit you see at the BMO. That's the guy. That's Mike Peck, and uh, he's here to talk hogs. And we were talking about the goal horn. Speaking of the goal horn, before off the air, we're talking a little bit about the goal horn. Uh, and Matt knows now where the goal horn button is, and I think that might be bad. Yeah, if we can't find Matt during the game, we know where he's at. He's up there salivating over the goal horn, just wanting to hit it. So I went to go watch uh, the, how they run the show up in the booth, because it's a, it's a show. They do a great job. And the, I didn't realize the button for the goals is right there, and you can just hit it. I wanted to t- hit it so bad. And it's not like the escape button on your on your keyboard. No. It's like a big red DEFCOM 3 you <laughs> yes. know, button. It's you know It says goal horn on there. It's and- awesome. It makes you want to press it so bad. Yeah. They don't let Matt do much over there. <laughs> yeah, well, that button's reserved for just you know the elite, I guess. Yeah, I wasn't they, allowed. They here. won't let them to throw the practice pucks out under the ice or anything. No, oh, they, won't yeah. let, they won't let them do anything. So you know how they? I don't know if I want to put this out there. <laughs> Come on, just say. Fine. Just say. Okay, so I'm on the bench before the game, doing the you know the whatever talk ups. Uh, the, the the trainers are out there. They throw the pucks on the ice for the warm ups. So I saw them doing it, and I was like, Hey, can I throw one out there? And the guy looks me dead in the eye and goes, No. <laughs> I guarantee that was Alex. <laughs> and I was Al- like, Why not? <laughs> Why can't I throw one puck out there? He literally was like dead-eyed me. No. No. It's like, all right. That got yelled at. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's probably Alex. That I can't throw a puck. Right. Look, if you throw it out onto the ice, they will lose. Yeah, I guess. Somehow. You know what's going to happen? Matt's going to go to throw the puck. He's going to like hang on to it too long. It's going to be like, you know, like a Frisbee. And he's going to chuck it up behind him into the seats. He's going to knock someone out. We're going to have a lawsuit on our hands. Yeah, he's like, don't touch anything. Look, we are we are trained to throw these pucks out there. There's a certain way you got to do it. Well, or is it a union thing? Only I can touch these pucks. I don't know. A union of one, maybe. <laughs> but I'm not. I'll tell you what, I'm not doing that again. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to... Not going to try and be friendly with anybody no. at work. Just remember... <laughs> <laughs> you won't know if you don't ask. Right. True. He said no. That's fine. I yeah. won't ask again. You moved on. You're yeah. not bitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hogs Talk. Thanks to Martin Exteriors. <laughs> Voted Rockford's best roofing contractor four years in a row. The Hogs on the road in San Diego. We were talking about that a little bit earlier, but back on Wednesday uh, to welcome the Grand Rapids Griffins. Yeah, Wednesday. We got a little Screw City Ice Hogs going on on Wednesday. Uh, the Screw City jerseys? Yes. And all? Yes, and uh, even for the kiddos. First thousand kids, 14 and under, will we'll get a free replica Screw City jersey. No kidding. Yeah. What size are those? Uh, we got XL and mediums. 
But kid sizes. Kid sizes. Uh, okay, oh, won't fit me. 14 and under, and we will be IDing at the door. <laughs> okay. Just throwing that out there. All right. What what kid has an ID if they're 14? Exactly. If someone goes to pull out an ID, <laughs> you are disqualified. <laughs> oh, I got my yeah, you're out. Keep going. Nice try, buster. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get one for my, uh, my other 14-year-old? Yeah, that's always my favorite. Uncle John uh, came down with uh, the mm. clap or something. He can't make the game tonight. He, uh, can we get one of those bobbleheads? He's a big fan of bobbleheads. Yes, he's got the clap because it's the 40s. <laughs> I have no idea why I came out. He came show. down with a wicked case of polio. <laughs> wow. This is spinning wildly yeah, out of what's control. what's going on right now? Uh, but so the uh, the game is Wednesday and then uh, uh, a New Year's Eve game as well. And then we no do? games at home for quite some time. Yeah, 4 o'clock by the way, on New Year's Eve. So you're not going to be there and having to rush out to your party. Correct. Or if you want to, you know, get home before the party start, right? So, uh, yeah, and then we're not home till I think it's January 19th. Yeah. Dang, that's a long stretch. Yeah. Just uh, going all over Canada, I'm imagining. (laughs) You know what? I'm not even sure where we're going. Uh, I think we're done with Canada. Oh. We're done with Canada. Just in general. Finished with Canada. Finished going up there. Oh, yeah, no, it looks like uh, we're going down south, Texas. All right, well, it's, it's, you know, when you get the schedule, you want to see San Diego and Texas in December, January. Yeah, you do. Yep. That was always the worst, right? You're like, oh, where are we going this year? Oh, cool, we're going to San Diego, and you get the schedule, you're like, October 15th? No. (laughs) No. Yeah, you want that in, like, February. Yeah, like, get the heck out of here. (laughs) Yeah. But then after that, I mean, there's a long home stretch in uh, February. Like, every game is at home in February. Yeah, pretty much every so. yeah every Friday, Saturday in February. <laughs> That's crazy. Cul- You're looking for something to do in February. I got an idea. Culminating with Corey Crawford uh, getting inducted. Well, not quite culminating. I think officially culminating would be the end. Yeah. That's kind of in the middle. Oh, it's in the middle. Well, February 10th. You well, know what I mean. Well, the proper sure. word would be commencing. Commencing. Beginning. Starting. I don't know. Henceforth, in conclusion, I'm not sure. <laughs> Henceforth. Either way, it's happening, right? It is happening. <laughs> okay. Yes, Saturday, February 10th. And I got to tell you, it was cool seeing the first one. Uh, With J.F. Rivard. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was awesome. super cool. Yeah, it was it was cool. And, and you know, J.F. had played here for over 20 years. And to see the reaction he got from a lot of people who, who never saw him play or probably really didn't know who he was before we introduced this whole Ring of Honor. And it was that was awesome. That was a great night last Saturday. Uh, if you want to check out the entire schedule, check out which home game you want to go to. If you want to get tickets, icehogs.com or the BMO Center box office or call what number? 815-968-5222. That number again? 815-968-5222. Matt Hall, that number? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 815-773-202-LUNA. 968-5222-22. Just go to the website. <laughs> Hogs Talk. Thanks to Martin Exteriors. Voted Rockford's best roofing contractor four years in a row. We've got something for everyone. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wastoids, dweebies, dickheads. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt.